You're listening to Test, Learn, Grow, where we believe that all marketing should create value, build trust, and inspire change. This is the Level Agency way. Hey, Miles here from Level, and I am proud to be your podcast host. In every episode of Test, Learn, Grow, I'll be joined by agency team members and other members of the marketing community for radically candid conversations on all things marketing. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Test, Learn, Grow. As always, you're hanging out with me, Miles. And I'm joined once again by Alan Reynolds. Alan, thanks for being here. Yeah, excited to dive into things with the team today. And we are joined by the illustrious Abby Young, one of our talented media managers here at Level. So Abby, really appreciate you carving out time in your very busy schedule to chat media and Facebook and iOS and all the fun stuff that's going on out there today. Oh yeah, fun stuff. That's that's a word for it, for sure. Um, <laughs> An ever-changing world there, uh, but now I'm excited to chat. There is a lot of news, so got to stay right. updated. <laughs> right, and some of that news, unless you've been living under a rock in the marketing world, it's hard not to open up your favorite, you know, news site or even Google without hearing about something happening with an iOS update. And today we're specifically talking about how that impacts Facebook advertising and Facebook event priorities. Yeah, absolutely. So. Facebook, just to kind of like give a brief overview, um, Facebook events are basically what your campaigns are driving to. So like, for example, if you're trying to sell shoes, a good conversion event would be, oh, shoe sale. And then Facebook would then optimize your ads to whoever they think would be more interested in buying shoes. And that's basically how tracking works in the Facebook platform. So they follow you via Facebook Pixel, which is just on the website. They don't use it for anything other than just their platform. But with the new iOS updates, it becomes a little bit trickier to do that targeting. In the past, you could target based on, you know, any action a user would take on your website. But now it's a little more tricky and they can really, they have to prioritize which actions are most important. So you used to be able to see oh, this person added something to their cart and then they checked out. But now it's a little bit more cloudy on what that actually means. So in order to still be optimizing towards those important events, Facebook has unleashed an event priority, which is basically eight events someone could do on your website that's clicking on a button, that's filling out a form, that's making a purchase, et cetera, et cetera. And it will only look at those eight items and then they are ranked in the priority you want them to see. These events are rated, ranked in priority from one through eight, right? Yes, one through eight. And the advertiser or the marketer should have ranked them prior to this update. Um, Facebook has been talking about this since January. They didn't know when the update was gonna happen. The update happened in May. Um, so most advertisers have adopted this event priority update. To give you a little bit of an example, in the past, you could make conversions for really anything you wanted and you didn't have a limit of how many conversions you could have. So if you wanted just someone clicking on like a certain, like say you have a page full of like flowers, if you just wanted a certain flower to be a conversion event, you could do that. But now that would override the system and you would have more than eight conversion events. So it's really 
making advertisers think about what's important when someone comes to your website. Is it really that important that they click on that? Or is it more important that overall they're adding something to their cart? So it's it's been a little bit of a wild ride, but I think most people have adopted that. But it did come with some tricky nuances, as we have learned in the past couple of weeks, as they have rolled things out and we've slowly been adapting. That ties in nicely to my next question. Are these event priorities, do you think they're hindering or helping us in the digital marketing sphere? Will this make us better or we need to figure out the next step? You know, that's a great question because overall performance has been looking a little suspect um, over the past few weeks and in Facebook especially. And it's hard to tell if that's because of event priority or just the iOS update itself. As we go forward and have more and more users adopting this update, it will be shown more if it is the event priority that's making more of an impact or iOS, because once everyone adopts iOS, we'll be able to kind of segment that out a little bit further. In iOS, just to recap the update, if you haven't updated your phone yet, or you have an iPhone and you haven't updated it, when you do, you'll get a little message on Facebook that says, allow app not to track or something along those lines. And if you allow tracking, it still will let Facebook see every action you take on a website. But if you don't, it's again, severely limited. And this is something that everyone has been dealing with, um, but just be aware that it does mean your relevance uh, or the, your ad relevance that you're seeing on your Facebook page is probably not gonna be as accurate as it maybe once was. If that's not important to you, yeah, who cares? But if you are someone who's really like me, who really loves online shopping, um, I'd like think about it a little bit and do a little bit of your own research on what the best decision for you would be. So quick summary then on what's changing with iOS is that tracking ability, right? Yes. And that's why Facebook implemented these conversions so that we're limiting all the things we do have to track and optimize towards since it's hard enough to track as it is. It narrows that focus for the platform to optimize ad performance too. Is that fair? Yes, that's exactly summarized how it is. But there is some some trickiness that goes into those event priorities. If you have them set and you don't think you're ever going to move them, great. Uh, you probably won't run into any issues. But if you have a client or are a client or a marketer who has some companies with some changing priorities, um, you might run into a few sticky situations, especially if you rely heavily on Facebook advertising. Yeah, so with that wonderful tease, you should be in broadcasting. You just set us up perfect for the, the commercial break, right? But so let's let's go there. What are these sticky situations? I know you've learned some of this recently. Like you said, it was implemented in May. Some of the initial data is coming in and you found something that we're sharing now with this podcast. So what is something that could happen as you're changing the order of these priorities? Yeah, you know, um, Facebook was really adamant about having these priorities in order but they didn't really give a lot of context of what happens after or if you need to make changes, which we learned the hard way when we went, our client had a shifting priority um, that we needed to have this new effort be front and center in priority number one. But when we tried to add it and we switched the order, there was no warning message until we then looked at all of our ads in the account and they told us they would be paused for not 24 hours, not 48 hours, but 72 hours for the entire ad account, not just the campaign. Wow. So yeah, it, it's, <laughs> which is a little bit of a shock because normally platforms like Facebook will give a warning message before you make any changes that are gonna like right. disrupt your campaigns that much. But 
there wasn't much of anything. And there was only really one article I found with the information about that on it. So it's a big warning. And I just want to make sure everyone knows that if you haven't made your priorities yet, you need to, and you really need to think about what order you put them in. Um, because for the foreseeable future, you don't want to change them. So how can we prevent them from hitting that 72 hour freeze, not even a pause, right? They're frozen yeah, for 72 hours. <laughs> how do you prevent that from happening? So there's a few different ways. Number one is if you only have, say, like four events you really care about, and that's what's in your system right now, and you need to add one more in, you're actually probably going to be okay because you can add them as long as you put them at the bottom of your rankings and it won't cause any disruptions. So again, if you need to add a new conversion event, you want to make sure you just rank it right at the bottom um, as long as you have less than eight. If you do want to rank it higher for the time being, you really just need to keep it closer to the bottom. And if you have a Facebook rep, maybe mention it to them or have an ability to where you know you need to pause ads anyway for a time of time period, utilize that time period and um, try and make all the changes you can when things are still very low spend um, if you have to. Um, but that's the basics of it. That's the way around it. Um, if you need to add a conversion event and get rid of another one because you already have eight, you're going to have to uh, accept that your ads will be paused for that time period, unfortunately. But try and just really put a lot of thought into this. Um, ev again, everyone's navigating this. This is super new. We're all dealing with these challenges. Um, it's just how much thought you put into the changes you're making is more important. There seems to be a common thread, Miles, throughout our latest podcasts, where we've talked about Apple and iOS and the implications for marketers. We've talked with Tim about Google and Flocks, again, the implications for marketers. And now we're joined by Abby today, talking about conversion events with Facebook and the implications for marketers. These large companies seem to hold quite a bit of power and are flexing it hard um, when it comes to marketers. Abby, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, looking to the future, where do you think the tides are, are turning when it comes to digital marketing and how much power do we have? Do we deserve? Right. <laughs> well, it's like it's a very interesting question because on one hand, it is digital marketing is one of the cheapest forms of advertising out there. You're not paying for anything physical. You're not paying for printing. You're just paying for eyes to see it on a mobile device or a screen. So with that being said, though, I think we are going to, as these kind of tech giants battle it out, we're going to start seeing some increasing costs, um, mm -hmm. especially as things become a little bit trickier to track. Um, some companies like Google are, have already kind of started doing that on their own. Um, there's been a lot of influence also from government agencies. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Personally, I think... For this issue we've been talking about, I think the 72-hour pause will probably at some point be figured out of a way to make sure that doesn't happen, hopefully in the next couple months. It'd be great if it happened next week, <laughs> not <laughs> counting on it. Um, but I do think it will eventually go away. I hope Facebook um, will announce it that that is happening um, a little bit more than they announced that it would happen to start with. But... I just foresee things getting more expensive. Um, 
and most of that having to deal with limited tracking abilities, um, which means companies are going to have to get a little bit more creative on how they can get people to use their service. And the unfortunate part about that is it does mean smaller startups, smaller agencies, smaller businesses, it's going to be a little bit trickier to get their ground, their feet uh, on the ground. So that's the unfortunate part. I'm not sure if I'll be, it's a little bit of a pessimistic view, uh, not going to lie. Um, but I also think there are a lot of other um, interesting tech companies that could also start making waves. And uh, you know, we, we never would have guessed that we'd be talking about this 30 years ago. Who the heck knows what we're going to be talking about in 30 years from now. Um, but in the short term, definitely some rising costs, which eh, no one likes that. They <laughs> <laughs> certainly do not. <laughs> no. Yeah. So to recap, iOS is changing in many ways in the names of consumer privacy. And because of that, there's something in Facebook that are called event priorities, which are ordered in priority, helping that platform optimize your ad performance to achieve one of those conversions. So you got to make sure you got those set up. If you end up changing those, what we've learned after running our own tests here at Level is that your ad account can be paused, dare we say it, frozen for 72 hours. So make sure if you're adding new events, you're doing that at the very end, at the lowest priority, so you're not impacting those higher priority items. And if you have to rearrange the eight, make sure you're not doing that right before a big promotion you're wanting to run or your biggest sales days because... Your ads are going to be down. Therefore, your revenue will probably be down while you wait for that to, to sink back up again. Yeah, I would definitely, especially I'm on the e-commerce team, especially if you work in e-commerce, I would not be changing those events anywhere in the time frame of November. If, you're, if you need to make those changes, start talking with clients now and what their priorities are going to be so that you can pause, make sure if you have to pause, they'll be paused in a month like July or August and not... November or December, because I don't know what happens in November and December, but apparently it's really important uh, yeah. in the e-commerce world. Apparently a lot of shopping happens online. Apparently, yeah, a lot of online shopping. Uh, but, uh, oh, but That's a great point, though. Now is the time to figure this out and lock it in so that you're not disrupting the busiest shopping season, especially this year after 2020, where some folks were holding on to dollars with the pandemic. We're back. Everyone's excited to be out in the world. I'm sure shopping this year and Cyber Week is going to be it's huge. It's yeah, we're we're gearing up for a pretty pretty large um, 2021. We actually already are starting our holiday Black Friday planning, which is crazy to me. But I'm also excited about it because that means less projects all in one space, a little bit more spread right. out, and planned ahead is always good. But one other point is with iOS, if you are someone who uses an app. Make sure you are working with your Facebook representatives and your client development team to make sure that app is integrated with iOS 14. It is a little bit more complicated, but it is extremely important to make sure you are number one registered with your SDK with the, within the Facebook marketing platform and that you have followed the steps necessary to implement app campaigns for iOS 14. Very important. Something you want to do now and not in October. Just a warning. <laughs> Abby, you have done a wonderful job giving people some insight onto things they can get started on today to make sure the rest of their year is a strong one. So we really appreciate your time and your joining yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. Had fun uh, chatting and stuff. I haven't uh, 
done anything broadcasting in quite a while back to my college days, I guess. Uh, so always fun. Well, I'm sure we'll love to tap your brain as the uh, Black Friday holiday season approaches and figure out what the heck is going on in e-commerce. So. Yeah, it, it'll be fun. We have some really fun um, product launches and campaign launches coming up in the holiday season um, with some new clients. So we're going to be testing out some some new ad types and stuff like that. So keep an eye on it. <laughs> we will keep an eye on it and we will have you back, I'm sure, to talk about it. So we'll see you all next time. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to this episode of Test, Learn, Grow from your friends at Level Agency. For more information on what we do here at Level, be sure to visit us online at www.level.agency. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of this podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And until next time, remember that the best way to do any sort of marketing is to test, learn, and grow.